Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 396 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined as always, on occasion, frequently, not enough, yet too much, by my mainest man, Willie Saylor. Willie, coming at us from the basement in Easton, PA. To my left, the lead bass player for the FRL crew, Daniel Roy Lobdell Jr. You know him as the Wrestling Nomad, or Nomad, or you know him as, hey, I need to send Nomad an email, but I don't know his actual <laughs> name. What's his real name? Because I need to send him an email. That's what most coworkers say mm-hmm. at work when they have to send him something because no one knows his name is Daniel Roy. And if they listen to – you know what that's an indictment of? That means they don't listen to FRL because I give his actual name every single show. First question, is Kyle Brackey dead? I don't know that he's alive. But I don't think he's dead. He's, uh, I believe he's in Maryland, uh, in the Baltimore area, uh, doing football things. So is he dead? No. Is he dead to us? Maybe. Kind of, sort of. Mm-hmm. He's kind of dead to us. Except, what's redeeming, I think you're able to watch this on Facebook right now because of Stephen Kobrachi. So what a redemption story uh, from Steve. How about Steve. Kyle? How about him? How about him? I mean, he, his wife is... 12 months pregnant, leaves her for two, two months, leaves us, leaves us. Stop, on the that's not be... true. Don't make, you make it sound like he's a, a horrible husband. He'll be a great horrible. father. He's a horrible human being. <laughs> wow, he's waging war. I'm, you guys, I'm telling you, Kyle leaves his, Kyle leaves his old lady. She's pregnant. No, no, Christian's, Christian's having car trouble. <clears throat> well, I'm not. My car is fine. It's my wife's yeah, that's van. The, it, that's what I'm getting at. Kyle leaves his pregnant wife. Christian buys a new car, and his and his wife's minivan breaks down. His wife's minivan that's from 1997. Can you get the Sabato on the line? Get me a Carfax. Let's get let's get some kind of solution here. Get the Kelly Blue Book value of something. Show me the Carfax. Christian gets a new car. His wife's minivan has been breaking down since since they were newlyweds. 
It is, uh, I hate this van. I've always hated it. But she needs it. She needs a van. Listen, cars are expensive. Mm. We, we need to get her. But listen, I have been driving the we need to get a new one for much longer than, than Katie has. This may be the, the last straw. But, yeah, it's not a 96. It's a 2006 Dodge Caravan. Don't ever buy. We hate it. Actually, it's not a funny story. But how this van came to exist is uh interesting because it was when i came to austin for before i had ever moved here willie i don't know if you remember this i came to austin for uh the spring offsite in 2014. Mm-hmm. katie totaled her car and had to get a new one while i was gone like in that time frame she totaled it had to get a new car all within that week and i was like gone that entire week so anyways the caravan came to be um, because of that, and I, I've hated it ever since, and it's it's a horrible, horrible vehicle. This is the caravan that Willie fixed, and honestly, Willie, this is on you, because if you were here to take a look at it, it'd yeah. be fine. Maybe I should just take a look at it. When did you, Christian, can you remind the audience when you got a new car? Uh, I got a c- new car one year ago when my car got totaled and T-boned. Okay, so both of you guys have had totaled cars. Yeah. And... Uh, don't you think now that you, don't you think it's time for Katie to get a new one? Let's start a fund, maybe. <laughs> well, I, I, we can, um, Let's yeah, get we need Caleb to get a, lawn. We get a new car. We need to get a new car. That's all there is to it. We'll have to figure that out probably tonight. Uh, I don't know. I'm tired of paying to fix this stupid thing, though. I know that. I could get nickel and dime. You know any what I know? What? I know that. I know that Nomad's emotions run deep with every win and loss at world championships, whether it's cadets or juniors or senior level. The other day, yesterday, you know, we took a loss. Nomad's texting me 4 a.m. This sucks. <laughs> this sucks. You know, today we got, we're, we're undefeated today and he is on cloud nine, aren't you, Nomzy? I am ecstatic. I mean, five in the it's, semis is really special. It's, so it's only the second time that we've ever seen it happen. And the first time was incredible. 2017, we put four in finals. That's when I was Deacon like, made the finals. We were like, what yeah, is happening? Yeah. So I never thought we were going to see it again. Lo and behold, we saw it again after, as Willie said, a very rough yesterday. Um, for those of you listening live, yeah, it was it was incredible. For those of you listening after the fact, I don't know what's going to happen in the semis. So hopefully you we don't? continue winning. So, But, it, yeah, it was freaking – Oh my God! I, we we can get into all in all of individually, but yes, I'm ecstatic right now. Well, well, the lone bright spot yesterday was Vito uh, making the finals, looking great doing so, dominating the returning world champion from Russia. You say returning world champion from Russia, you get nervous, okay? You start to get the sweats. Mm-hmm. But Vito, there was a turning point in the match, and and Mike Mal, I think correctly identified it. With Vito was up. Either 4-1 or 2-1. He's up 4-1, and he's in on a shot. He's extended. The Russian goes spin around. And when Vito won that exchange to make it 6-1, the Russian uh, really he had nothing left. So it was a really, really great win for Vito uh, in a tough weight. 57 always good here. Um, and I say I think similarly about, you know, Gabe Tag at 61. That kid's in the semis. Um, we have to come to terms with Gabe Tag being very good at wrestling. There's no other conclusions to be reached what <clears throat> uh, uh, going back to um, Vito 
Number one, I mean, he looked really good, but he would also. There were some scary points in his run, by the way. Like, yeah, somebody. He got tired. He got tired. He got maybe hurt. He tried a gut and got stepped over. And I like, if he if they would have called the pin, I would have been like not surprised. I mean, he was yeah. dominating the kid. But, yeah. Um. And the second point on the veto, um. Is that look at our fifty sevens? Look at our fifty sevens on the senior level. At least four uh, junior world medalists right now: Vito, Dayton, Spencer, Gilman. Yeah, I mean, we've had a lot of success. We we're pretty good there. Michich. He's not really American, but he wrestles anymore, for But yes. Just saying. <laughs> Just imagine. I mean, no man. What's so interesting is you, you get so fired up. Oh, I was pra- I was practicing what I was gonna say because I knew this was coming. You're so well. No, there's nothing to say. You're you're so fired up as you should be. But what if what if one of these kids said, you know what? I now I represent. I mean, you want America to win. I it's do. It's very obvious you want America to win. You do not want Iran to win. As much as I want America to win, I defend the the right, whatever you want to call it, of those athletes to compete for other countries. Okay. But for anyone to question my undying allegiance to USA Wrestling, you won't show get... me someone who has watched more World Championship matches in the last Listen, five or six years than me. If you want to prove it, take off your shirt and reveal a USA Wrestling tattoo, logo tattoo, on your back I shoulder. Have, I have a J.O. shirt on right now. J.O. Yeah. Great. Close enough. Um, until you get a USA... He's got tattoos, so... He does have tattoos, but you need the USA Wrestling <laughs> tattoo that shows through uh, your singlet. That would be when we knew for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you still like America, even though you want some Real American. USA ah! Dude, I had the stupid laptop, and the slightest touch screen makes all the volume go. So that's what that was, guys. Oh my. Um, just go with it. Sorry, yeah. sorry, no man. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you still like America for now. I am. Uh, I'm. I'm down to talk about any of the oh, junior th- worlds guys if you want to. Just. I mean, I'd like. That's, hey, all, that's all. I did this morning. Uh, I, I, I want to. I mean, I think we should kind of go weight by weight real quick. I think we've all seen the matches. So Vito, scary, but he wins. I think Vito's always going to be. I think that's the joy of Vito. It's always going to be kind of scary. It, it's just. He's crazy. He's he's a wild card. The reason you love him is the reason you're like ah. Just relax. Be be careful. But he would never be as good as he was well, if even, he was so cautious. Even within America, right? You know, depending upon who you're rooting for at trials and things, you you know, you've got the uh, the Austin Gomez matches from a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, you've got he was up six zero on Dayton this year at the Open. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a basically a boxing match with G Feller the year I think that was the year he made the cadet team, or at least it happened in Akron. So he Vito's had some some wild ones even within the country too. He's beat some gangsters too. <laughs> like sass, he's beat a lot of good dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that's Vito. Go Vito. Go wrestling in the finals today. Gabe Who tag got in the finals. Uh, Japan. No man. Japan and he yeah. really scares me a lot. I think skill for skill, technique wise, Vito is better. 
but the Japanese kid is very good on the mat, like including scoring from bottom in parterre. Um, like and then, Yeah, and then scoring from top in parterre, which in my opinion is Vito's worst position, or at least the position where he has shown to be the most vulnerable. Um, but I do think he's better on his feet. I think that that kid gets a lot of takedowns on just like tenacity. So we'll see how it goes. Okay. Uh, tag, looking good. Makes the semis. Um, had a dominant win, and then a, a 2-1 over Iran. That was nip and tuck. Which yeah. was like, th- but the guy was never really, well, really early on, I was like, all right, this is concerning. Because he was like at the edge almost immediately. I was like, this is going to be one of those. Yeah. But then it, he just adjusted. He was snapping him off well, and then he was fine. And then he's won 2 one He got the one step out. He scored the only legitimate point uh, as they both exchanged shot clocks. And, hey, you got it. You gotta be able to. I mean, to to for me, seeing an American at the, at the junior level able to win a, a match like that shows a lot of savvy. Yeah, because it's just so different from a folk style match. Well, and then that's what that's what I took away from it too, Christian. Is that you know, Gabe has jumped levels, I believe, in, in mm. his skills, his skills, um, but to to win. To win the spot on the team and, and the path he went through, um, and then to get to Worlds and win a two-one match, it showed not just uh, a maturation in his skills, but a maturation in in his mat savviness. Right? I mean, you you go there and you probably have this American mentality of score, 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 and it just it didn't present itself. Iranians oftentimes present different problems. And for him to kind of solve that and stay, uh, stay comfortable in a tight match and, and figure it out, uh, I think showed a different element to, to his maturity. You know what? Sorry to pause keeping on the, the world's topic, but you know what I miss more than anything when, when the gang all got together in the wee hours of the morning, yeah. Watched entire weeks of wrestling together. That was hey. The summer of 2016 was magical. Yeah, we did that for three straight weeks. Did three different weeks: cadet, junior, and Olympics. And it was, it was fantastic. It was it was taxing on the system, but it brought us close close together as a family. And it, it made me, um, yeah, love this love uh, rooting for USA wrestling. It was a really fun thing that we used to. Do we'd all get in a room and watch, and it'd be fun. We would weirdly talk in foreign accents for the majority of a week, yep. to the point that we, <laughs> we would really leave. Did. We would leave watching it like it would end or it'd be between sessions, or whatever, and we would have a hard time not talking in this voice. Mm-hmm. In this, just basically, it was an Eastern European voice that we were all, literally, all of us, Kyle and Nomad and Willie, and we're speaking to our other coworkers who just think we're insane, and we're dropping <laughs> into this accent. It was kind of a tougher scene, so maybe in in some ways it has helped us that we're not sitting there all together. Kyle Bradley always did this spitting thing when he would get mad. He would just like pretend he was spitting. Uh, okay, back back to the show. Yeah, Yaya Thomas uh, lost his own. No, he won. Or one. No, he was one and one. Yeah. Close match. The weird thing about some of these world matches, they'll be like really close, and then these guys kind of get. It gets uh, steamrolled. Tanner Sloan was up like two two one and then got teched. Well, uh, 
getting back to, to tag for a second, we get to Yaya, the parterre early on, he was tenacious. Like, just, which, I forget which match it was, but just like, that guy was going to get turned. Like, there was there was no way that Gabe was not going to get turned there. So I really like that. Um, and then, yeah, what you guys were saying about the uh, Iranian match. So, I, yeah, I would, I slept on Gabe Tag, whatever you want to call it, um, but I'm very happy that he's uh, doing well. But yeah, Yaya, Tony, Yaya did to, win one. I was talking to Tony Name drop. a couple of weeks weeks ago, and uh, he's actually over there. You can see him in the background. Why? Why do they only let one guy? Why do they only let one coach? I mean, I, know. I know it gets, I know it gets like. Well, what's the point of the like second guy? Well, that's just really far away. I, yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah, they have one coach here and then one coach almost in the bleachers. They're like, yeah, you can go back there. I don't know what the point of that is. You can you can come up on the stage for the period break, but yeah. you can't. I don't know. I don't get that. When did that know. happen? Like a year or two ago? No, it was definitely like they that start- at the Olympics. Because I remember yeah. it was Coach Zadik, and then Mike Ironman yeah. was far behind, yeah. and Jaden didn't know he was losing. That was a really mm-hmm. difficult moment. It's probably life. a space issue. You know, there's normally not a lot of space around those mats. <laughs> I think that's it. No, um, it's not a space issue. He was joking. Um. All so right. anyway, keep him. Yeah, I was talking to Tony, and Tony said that like Gabe surprises him even when he wrestles <laughs> because. He said he's one of those guys that are. It's di- he's different in the room. Like in the room, he's like, you know, he gives up scores and he's not. You know, he kind of play wrestles and stuff. And he, he like, he doesn't really show that killer instinct. But then he goes out on the mat and Tony's like, he's a savage. You know, he doesn't give up scores. He wrestles like a maniac. But he says it's totally different in the room. All right. Um, Some guys that works for him. I watched Jake Herbert get teched by Logan Massa in a practice once when Logan was like maybe a true freshman. Twelve. So yeah. He was. He was. <laughs> he was twelve. He just won uh, Fargo Cadets. So weird things happen in the practice room. Real briefly, Yaya no medal. Brayton was in his match but lost. He didn't get pulled back through. That was tough. Yeah. I talked to. He was there to you know he was, was late takedown sealed it for the guy. I talked to his parents and yeah, just they're devastated. And uh, but you know the good thing about the the thing we always say with with age level worlds, right? Cadet and juniors, you get you hope that these guys get out whatever the bad experience was. You know, learning to wrestle overseas. You know, did 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 you have a bad cut? Did you know were you sick? Were you hurt? Was the other guy just better than you? You know, like you get all that stuff well, out and I'm you gonna... process it and you get better when you're a senior. So, and Braden has that kind of mentality. So I'm hoping that that's what he takes out of this because, you know, otherwise it's just an 0 one. Wow. Well, two things. First of all, are they over there? Is Braden's parents over there? Yeah. Can we get an update on the Lee parents real quick? At least his mom. Can we get a head count? Parent well, head count? I, the reason I ask is because that's, I'm not asking because I'm concerned, like, you know, what their travel plans are um that that mat didn't work that stream didn't work did anybody they couldn't see it you know you said they're devastated i'm like well did they even get to see the match they were there um yeah they were there they were there uh and you know something that's come up that some parents have talked to me about is 
Freestyle has been on day one for both the cadets and the juniors. And apparently, uh, in both circumstances, the whole contingent, the whole delegation went there pretty late. Like, they only had, like, 24 hours there before they had to make weight. And so, I don't... To, uh, what I'm saying is several parents were like, man, dude, this is not, that's not good. I like, I'm not saying we, we didn't perform because of this, but it certainly didn't help. And I'm not another trying to thing, make an excuse, well, but why don't is, we get over there a couple of days ahead of time? Well, and what's also interesting is that we're doing so much better on day two, which I think if you're coming into this, you're feeling probably similarly good about day one versus day two in terms of talent, like Aaron Brooks. Um, right. You 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 say this this kid's meddling, right? Um, for him to not, and he was in a he was in a winnable match, and um, I don't think that was the best version of Aaron Brooks. Now, you, there's a lot of factors that can go into that, but um, that, certainly there's a reason. Okay, there's a reason that men's freestyle, women's freestyle, they do an acclimation camp two for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay, because it, it matters now. I also understand and acknowledge that that's not feasible with age with every age level tournament. Sure. Like as you know, you're gonna have to make. But maybe an extra 24 to 48 hours makes a big difference. Maybe the day one versus day two. Maybe that was the only additional time that they really need to 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 for these young guys to acclimate. I don't know. It's all well, it's all theoretical. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't. Is it just money? Is it just, well, we're not going to go over there a day ahead of time because it's more expensive. But listen, with these cadet and junior teams, the parents are paying for the trip anyway. Yeah. yeah right? That, that is the if thing. It, like if next year, if next <laughs> Robbie Howard, so they wanted to fly together, right? I mean, the Team USA flew together. The kids on the East Coast – Robbie Howard, uh, Steve-O, they flew from New York to Chicago to Denver, or you know, to Colorado Springs, got on a plane with the rest of the team, and then flew back across the country like the next day. Yeah. You know, if I'm if I'm a parent of a kid that makes a cadet or junior team next year, and I'm paying for the trip anyway, and it's in Istanbul. Uh, and the, and Team USA says, "Hey, we're you know we're leaving. We're gonna get there a day before." I'm like, I'm gonna be like deuces. I'm I'm flying my kid there two three days ahead of time, and we'll meet up with you when you get there. We hit up the Whole Foods. We're gonna be ready to go. Yeah, no, I think that makes sense. I mean, travel matters, acclimating matters. Yeah. But bigger point, we need to have the, these suckers in America. Why are we not hosting this stuff? There's no one even there. It was. Well, uh, yeah, it's not a great crowd. But having all these all these <sighs> far flung places, basically, it's literally parents and the other teams are are in the crowd. This is not, and this is not new with these tournaments. Have them in places where people will come. You have it. You know what? Far be it from me. I'm not trying to sign USA Wrestling up for anything, but you know what? I'm signing us up. Let's oh, host them. Somebody said it might have been Rich Bender. But somebody said it is an astronomical uh, fee to host. To, that well, you have to okay. Pay. 
Why are they? Two why are they charging now? Is it astronomical I, I tell you fee, fee to host, or just it is expensive to host? No, I believe he said it was. A f- Will you were in that Two conversation? Am, am I misremembering? No, you're you're on point. Well, first things first. The United States will they're gonna get something big here in the next eight years, and probably a bunch of things. Um, That's what's up. Two or three things, because. <clears throat> Well, I don't know what I don't know when this was a probably a year ago, but I was talking to Rich and the, the people at USA Wrestling, and they're like, "We want to put a plan together for the next eight years, and we want to get some juniors and stuff like that, and junior worlds, and maybe you know World Cup and this and that." And uh, so we were sketching out things, and actually, I came up with a whole spreadsheet of all the times that USA has hosted a major thing. I have that somewhere. But anyway, we're going to get it. That's point one. We're going we're gonna to have some stuff coming up, Got whether it. it's Cadet Worlds or Junior Worlds. We're going to have it in the United States. Number two, Nomad's exactly right. Uh, recently, in the past year or two, they have like restructured it where to host a major event, uh, especially World Championships, is a large fee, like over a million dollars. Um, what? And Th- these com- yeah, these companies have to be no, 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 no. I know you hold up your hands, you hold up your hands like that, and and you're like, why, why? You know, I'll tell you, I I don't think it's that bad of a thing. I think I think you have to do it. Now, UWW, I'm sure likes that fee or whatever, but you have to make sure these guys are 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 things are going right right you can't just say yeah you want to have it in you want to have it in estonia yeah have it in estonia we'll come out we'll site check and then you go do your thing i mean i think you know you i think it's 1.3 million to have a a major event and at least it shows commitment right these guys have have to have their stuff together and if you put up a one a million dollars committed to what losing large sums of money they can't make any money I know the alternative is they don't have their act together. Yeah, I, th- I think the alternative I think what, is what Willie's saying is, um, while it is all fine and dandy in theory to be like, oh, let's have it in all these different countries to raise the profile of wrestling in all these different countries, then you end up with bad internet, you know, dangerous places, you know, having to have armed guards, you know, ferrying people back and forth from their hotels. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, is that what you're getting at, Will? Well, yeah, or bad facilities, or yeah. things aren't up to snuff, and, you know, you know, crappy infrastructure. Yes, that's what I'm getting at. Got it. We did have worlds at Tashkent, but... But that's okay. what... I mean, we, 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 we all started on this. We got on this topic because of the... We're talking about travel and planning and getting there, and... The, Let's talk about the difference between day one and day two. Christian brought that up. Um, yeah, like I, I was it, thinking, way, like, is it because for senior 2.5? worlds? For senior worlds, I'll start yeah, GoFundMe for that. We'll host it in Austin. I think it's one point three for cadet or juniors. But um, is it because they had an extra day there to get their get their body right, um, or is it like? They wa- they watched 
they watched <laughs> their teammates go a collective one and four or one and four other than Vito. They lo- they watched Aaron Brooks returning finalists lose in round one and they were like Uh-oh. okay, we better we better sweet. sharpen our tool, you know? Yeah. Could be that. Um let's keep it moving because we're only like to David Carr right now. Um Carr looked good, kind of almost got cautioned out, a little nervous. Uh, but he was clearly the better guy. He's really good. Uh, and he's going to be – you know, I wonder how long he is for 157. Just look at watching him there. He's got a frame. I, I see him maybe a year or two at, at 57 before he goes up. But he's he looked good. Um, a lot to work with there. The With that Russia match, that Russian didn't do a thing. No, and, and I know I was that, like I was like waiting for it, and I know that sometimes that's their thing, right? Where they're very counter, and you know they're they're very much about conserving energy. Like Russia's like, why win ten zero when you can win three two? Like who cares, right? But sometimes it bites them and it gets them in trouble because then they just they're not built to come back. I don't even know if it bit them. Some, I mean, I think they are kind of built to come back. They they don't mind being down two because sure. they know they've got one in their back pocket. They, they just didn't have it. Is Russia doing? You know, he was. How are they doing this tournament? Well, they're in first. Okay, good. He was returning. He was returning bronze at the same weight. Yeah. But wow. I mean, this is nothing against David, but I, that dude didn't have nothing. That that dude. He didn't do anything. Didn't, yeah. He didn't do a thing. No. And David's finishes were, oh, awesome, so crisp. Yeah. He uh. Is that Did the you one where he that, shot uh, the low level and then he came to the single? That was really – that dude, was actually not crisp. Was, that was just, like, methodical and sure, difficult. yeah. But when you see but it, you're like, was, that's a – like, you see when, – when you see that, you're like, that is a kid who can do things on the senior level going forward, right? Like, you see you see that potential with him. Yeah. He was on the shot clock in that situation. Yeah. That was yeah. a crazy finish. That was a really good finish. He's, Did he's you see really his – uh, did you see the one where he uh, – He's wrestling Iran. I guess that's a quarterfinal. By the way, that kid was humongous. He had the frame of Yazdani. Karate. <laughs> but did, did, did you see that uh, lace? It looked like both kids were in pain. They were doubled over. It did not look fun. Backs were breaking. <laughs> Parterre's not fun. Um, offense or defense. I already mentioned Brooks. Brooks is a hammer. It just wasn't his day. It happens. Um Big big things coming for Aaron Brooks. We all know that. Um, you know, it just happens. But the hoagie, the other hoagie, the the bigger hoagie, the supersize, Trent <laughs> is underhooking, blasting through these foreigners like they've never seen. It. And and to be fair, there are not many. Every, a lot of guys use an underhook, but the way you club punch and just drives through guys, it's really it is actually a pretty unique. thing. Thing that he does and the angles that yeah. right like the low and exploding just yeah he looks he looks like a he, when he explodes he gets real low has his hand on the mat and boom 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 when guys just he just bowls them down he looks really good uh, I'm I'm he's one for me I mean for, first of all he's clearly he has the goods at in it, at the international style but I'm I'm so curious for him next year like how is how is he going to be at the one for for NC State. Part part of me is like, could he be? Could he have a Hayden like freshman season? He's really he's not gonna have like these physical issues like or adjustments as a freshman. He's gonna be very strong. I, you know, 
I my biggest concern with Trent next year, NC State is how what's his what's his other punch, right? I think you have to have another punch other than the underhook. Maybe not. You know, maybe maybe what's his he going? maybe his under I guess eighty four, right? Yeah. Um but what's his um you know, is he well one, I guess it's two questions. One, what's his other punch? You know, what else is he gonna do beyond that that amazing underhook? Or two, does he not need one? Is is his series that good? I mean that we've seen it there, there are guys that can just be that good at a thing, and that's all uh, he'll need. And I'm not saying that's all he's got. It's not all he's got. But it is, like, his signature um, hold, right? So I, I'm curious for, for him. And I'm sure uh, Coach Papalizio and company uh, are all over it. Uh, yeah, and I think he got a lot of dog in him, too. He yeah. got, you know what I mean? When, when, you know, you can be – you can be very good technically. You can have a diverse offense. I mean, Portfolio. when it comes to when it comes to when it comes to um, NCA wrestling, you know, if you have a couple skills, but you also you also have a lot of dog and you have a lot of fight in you, and and you're scrappy and you like to win and you can get punched in the face. And I think Trent's built that way. And sometimes he punches his, himself yeah, in the face. He takes care of that. Himself. Therefore. Therefore, punches to the face will not phase him because no one punches Trent like Trent punches Trent. Yeah, I, I do think you, you... All right, I'm all in now. The dog <laughs> factor, I'm all in. I, I do think you're on something, though, as far as... I mean, look, you talked to Ian Asale, right, who was his club coach coming up, and he, he told, you know, he's been on this with Trent for a long time, like, hey, you got to diversify, you got to diversify. And I think he has. He, like, he is... there. There is noticeable skill improvement from, you know, when he was in high school, which is good that kids are continuing to develop um but i'm kind of mad that i didn't like i didn't it didn't really dawn on me until i started watching him that he was gonna have a lot of success just because we see it every year right with with iran with underhooks at the age level like that that is a style that that can work especially at the junior <clears throat> level um but yeah I, i'm with you christian I, I i think he i don't know what struggle means for him you know like maybe struggle means eighth right because of the composition of that weight this year but if he plays as a freshman that's pretty impressive right but that's that's what i'm saying like given the composition of the weight like i don't know what struggle means but i do think he he this first year uh could there could be some learning curve for him folk style wise yeah i'm curious but now i kind of think it's gonna be a darmstadt hadley ncaa final so oh yeah so get that going i want to clarify oh so when i when i wrote that tweet I thought Darms like not not I thought because I know we talked about it but like he was in my head as one of those guys that was redshirting. Mm-hmm. And so then no, he said that. What and did I'm you like, say? Nomad sent a tweet that said, "With Cornell taking all these redshirts, it will likely end their streak of having an NCAA finalist for ten their ten year NCAA 12, 12 straight years NCAA finalist, twelve straight years in the top ten. <laughs> and I'm like, there's like there's no way. And, and then, then the goat logs on to Twitter. And he's like, for twelve years. Listen. Yeah. And then Willie, listen. Then the goat logs on. Ben Darmstadt, and he replies, bet. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like you're it. not redshirting. Okay, yeah, all right, that's fair. Not going to lead to tweet, I but like that's fair. That's a that's a fair point. Okay, so highly Darmstadt final. Uh, Lucas Davison, really like him. I liked him last year, still like him uh, a year later. He's going to be really good. His, his, uh, his D1 results were not – Inspirational last year, but I don't care. He's got the goods. He can get the legs. I thought he looked good at um. 
thought he looked good at uh, Midlands. I, he did. He lose to Sloan in the semis or four three. Yeah. Also, yeah. I mean, one thing we know about ninety seven, like you can, you can go from here to here. Mm-hmm. So. Amen. And speaking of Tanner Sloan, he was our rep. Uh, ninety seven. He was winning his match two one at the break, and then. The guy, that guy hit one of the nicest high single cutback finishes I've ever. It was so, it was so fast. Uh, but yeah, I mean for for Sloan, it's been a great year. I mean, yeah, no no medal, but he looked. I mean, b- between Midlands and making the junior world team, a lot to be excited about with with him. I mean, you would, based on those results, I mean, you'd be pretty surprised if he wasn't in the mix to place. Yeah, as it stands right now, right? Oh, like for sure. Yeah. Plus Han, the Han factor with and his success with that weight range is um, very notable. Pretty solid. Then Mason Paris is in the is in the semis as well. Uh, a Michigan man, through and through. I've he's, been. He's kind of steamrolling. Yeah, and he, he's just drilling. Although, uh, he's hitting gut wrenches too. Yeah, he's also doing that. That's that's what has me jazzed up. Super jazzed because he was doing jazz, jazz hands all morning long. Jazz, jazz flute. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just I don't I I don't, you know, again this is Mason's fifth or sixth I don't know freestyle event, and mm-hmm. he's starting to get the freestyle chops right. Yeah, this this morning session was awesome. I cannot wait. He's gonna win too. Not the whole wood. the whole shebang. I, I, I no, I don't know because when I did the. When I did the bracket breakdown, to be honest, I uh, just focused on their half of the bracket this time. Um, but it, to me, it's not surprising that Mason is here in the semis, and um, I think he's going to win in the semis. Dang. I don't think that'd be so awesome. Hey, real quick, uh, Nick Reen to 197, I suppose. Yes. Oh boy, I thought I that like was that. like established. Well, yeah, I yeah, I actually didn't know, but. Now, I remember his dad said he was really big now, so that's good. And I think it makes sense for NC State. Sorry for like a major plot twist here. This is the Wolfpack Hour, but when <laughs> you think about when you think about Renan's success, it was like he was like kind of a smaller, big guy, and he was just steamrolling all these dudes. Then he goes down to seventy four, where he was just like yeah. that same size, and I think it was just different, right? Based on the You're style. So, uh... <laughs> there's some parents that like there's some parents that like want to believe their kids are bigger than what they are some like some of the bigger guys like John John Reen's like yeah Nick's huge about 220 he's gonna be a he's gonna be a heavyweight John he's right he's gonna be 74 pounds <laughs> <year. So>. <laughs> <laughs> like John Brooks too John Brooks is like yeah Aaron's huge Aaron's gonna be huge Aaron's gonna be John it's one seventy four. Is it John's? Is it a John thing? Maybe it's a John thing. All right. <laughs> so that's Junior Worlds semis this morning, uh, or mid morning ish. Yeah. Do you have a ET? Unless thing? you are listening to this live, the semis will have already happened by the time. Wow, this, that's so. a guarantee. Wow. Oh, <laughs> oh so <laughs> Yanni arbitration. Oh boy, man. Uh, well, first of all, everyone wants to know like what's 
what's the latest? What's uh, when are we gonna know? I mean, they were like, <laughs> when we found out the thing was Thursday, they're like, oh, we'll definitely know that day or the next day. And then when they're still ruling, they're doing it late Thursday. Then as Friday comes, and then Friday nothing, and they're like, yeah, next week. And now, um, who even knows? Can we have? I mean, this has can been we have a correspondent out. outside the courthouse? <laughs> Maybe. That's- I'm hoping a carrier pigeon comes, or like a, a courier of some sort, with a with a telegram to the Dake Ringer thing, and we find out there. So, are, where is are, this arbitration at? I have no idea. An undisclosed location. Yeah, undisclosed. Um, <laughs> I, I would guess in the Northeast, just, but who knows? Maybe it's in Colorado. So, what's interesting? I sent a tweet. I don't know if it was Saturday. Who knows what day it was? But basically, what what I heard, they they called, they played a video from 2015 of an interview that I did with Rick Tucci. You were Tucci. so hot in that video. No, my face was really fat. Actually, that was the first thing I noticed. Fat face CP. My face was chunky. It, it is certainly it was certainly bigger then than yeah, it is now. It's not not a. Why why was no one telling me my face was fat? Why is what kind of friends are you guys? No one no Have one Have you said, seen my hey. face? <laughs> Listen, yeah, but still. What what am I supposed to do? Storm in the room and say, "Hey, fat ass. Why don't you cut down?" So it was well, from the time I got hired to that that next year someone should be like, "Hey man, you're kind of getting a little little soft. What do you think?" I got it together. I figured it out on my own. No thanks to any of you guys. So Fat Face CP is interviewing, interviewing Rick Tucci, and it was about this Logan Massa, Chance Marsteller mm. exchange and the Ruth Reader debacle, where it went from like <laughs> 12-4 John Reader to like 9-4 <laughs> Ed Ruth after <laughs> our review. It was an all-time exchange where um, basically you should watch that match, um, but Ruth was just on Reader's legs Almost like it was like they were doing clinches. Like it just started there, and Reader was taking him through very consistently. And the the three man mechanics on the mat thought those are Reader's points every single time. And the review, the jury of appeal said no, those are actually Eds. And it was it was a thing. But the reason they're playing this in the Yanni Zane arbitration mm. is because there were two points of contention in the Massa Marsteller match. One was that Logan had held um, Chance on his back and should have got two instead of one for the reversal on us on the gut. That doesn't really matter for this. What does matter is they talk about the length of time between the points going up and the challenge. And apparently, Coach Smith waited, or I won't, I don't know that it was Coach Smith. The Oklahoma State staff waited eight or nine seconds to throw the brick, and the rule's five seconds. And now to that, that to me sounds a little ticky-tack, right? Eight seconds versus five, whatever. But the the key thing is, because I'm saying it was eight or nine seconds, so I'm like, Mr. Tucci, it says five seconds. Is this not kind of a weird thing? Do I kind of ask, do you recommend changing the, the wording of the rules so that it doesn't put you in this position where – well, the rule says five seconds, but we think eight or nine is okay because that obviously is not a good precedent. And rules should have limits. There should it should be known, right? Because otherwise, someone will say yes, this uh, we'll review this, and someone will say no for the exact same thing. That is not good. And he he goes on to talk about he's like you know for you'll see it if you watch at the international level frequently. 
it could be eight, nine, ten seconds, and they'll still look at it, right? So, and I, I believe that's true. That is, that is what happens. I believe right? that's true, and I believe that's mm-hmm. correct. Yeah, I, th- I, I mean, I don't think anyone's getting upset with that because when, but, you, th- when you think about, just to uh, pile on that point, it's like when you you're watching the thing, this happens, this happens. The judge, the chair, okay, it goes up. All right, now the score's got to go up. It's eight seconds right now. Right. Right. So five seconds, maybe that's a little silly. But what's sillier? It's tough to legislate. It's tough to legislate reasonable amount of time, you know. Yeah, but it's one of those things you definitely know it. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. And you know when it's not. And what the, the thing that the that Mr. Tucci said is so interesting and pertinent right now, four years later, is when he says, "Yeah, I think they should change it to say a reasonable time." But this was eight or nine seconds. It wasn't something not reasonable like 30 or 40 seconds which is like how long they went back for the yanni zane thing so he has admitted that 30 or 40 is unreasonable yet took a challenge and rewound back actually like 48 seconds and watched it through i can't help but wonder if that is going to be a huge linchpin in the yanni side of the argument like this is the head official who happened to do this review as well. Yeah, same guy. He said 30 or 40 seconds, and you went back this amount of time. That is um, inconsistent. And you yourself are admitting that 30 to 40 seconds <laughs> is, is too much. You yourself. You yourself. Admit it yourself. No, but, the, I mean, in terms of doing what they need to do, which is mount a legal defense or attack, however you want to word it, the Yanni side did exactly what they needed to do. Like, I, it, again, I don't know specifically. Uh, again, the the word you know the word last time Willie was saying was burden of proof, right? But when you take an evidence point like that, you got to think that that is a good feather in the cap for um, the Yanni side. However, the uh, vagaries of a rule book that is translated from French into English, uh, what's the and then has f- to hey, be looked at by someone who's not a wrestling person whatsoever. What's the French word for five? Um, I, I didn't take. French. I, I bet they. I bet they were able to translate that one okay. Uh, I don't. I don't sink. Sink. So if it says sink, do you think they? They? Uh, do you think they actually put thirty and we put five in in our English version? <laughs> I bet we got the numbers down. So um, Christian, I, in that. In that situation that you were talking, in the situation that Tucci, you were doing the review with Tucci, mm-hmm. was there, they said eight or nine seconds, was there a reasonable amount of time there? Was there was there a 20 or 30 second scramble? It was, uh, no, it was just a step over on a gut. And that was kind of it. And this is, I mean... Again, this is an unusual situation, and we, we talked about this a lot. And, and Willie had a whole point about, like, that he believed that it, it goes until the action stops, which I do not That's believe is how the, rule, how the rule is written. But I see what you're – I know what you're getting at there, Willie, and I understand why mm-hmm. – um, I, I disagree with it. But I, I do understand why from the ref side that could be something that they would go, like, hey, look, the action in this instance was continuous. There was no whistle. It didn't stop. They didn't go out of bounds. Right, there wasn't like a clear stop in parterre. They continued to go, so that's why I'm very. I need to know that burden of proof. 
because I'm still completely confused as to if something's going to happen or not. Yeah, I, again, I, I'm not saying that 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 the that long sequence thing uh, should be applied in this case because the rules are written a certain way. I'm saying, and I know we said we beat this horse to death. I'm saying I wish the rule. I think they should change the language in the rule book to say something to the effect of when there's a reasonable time to stop the match. So, and, and again, the, the other point, um, and, and this was something that like Tier Foley was bringing up. So uh, I, let's just talk about it again. Okay. In the rule book, article 32, it says uh, the coach must request a challenge immediately after the refereeing body has awarded or failed to award points, meaning like right after the action occurs where points theoretically didn't, go up then in specific points is when it says the thing about five seconds so that's the other thing are they going to look at the specific points as um like letter of the law or as a helpful guideline well i mean to me once once the points go up and they're not going up anymore that's when you're on the clock as a coach and you have to make a decision yes i agree you have to you have to decide you don't get to hedge for 45 seconds, we'll see how this plays out. I don't want to take the risk. It's the coach. It's on you to take that risk. Take you have to take the risk. Hey. If you think the score is wrong, you have to throw it then. You don't get to wait 45 seconds. Right. And then for the match to end, I'll chuck it now. Yeah, and 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 to that point, right? There's like separate strategy involved of like, okay, well, I don't want there to be a long break. Not in this instance, but like, I don't want there to be a long break because I want you know my my guys coming back. So there is discretion there, but. That's when all part say, of the risk that you have yeah, to weigh as the coach, yeah. as the man with the brick. That's the stuff you have to consider, and you have to consider it quickly. That's why you're in the corner and not me. And you I, have to make quick decisions. And, and I, uh, again, I do like what Tucci said where he's like, you you got to be sensible about this. Like, uh, yeah. you don't have a stopwatch, but, you know, there is a sensibleness to it where it's like, okay, this was a reasonable amount of time. Um, we, we can go look at this, and it'll be fine. But – and this is another thing I'm curious to see if the if if Yanni's lawyers or whatever they are <laughs> went back watched a whole bunch of matches and said here are times where bricks got kicked back and you know 20 seconds 30 seconds whatever because it happens yeah all the we see all the time chairman go no you can't like you miss, you missed your turn it's so funny too watching the massa Marsteller one they initially denied the brick. They didn't let him throw it. And it was it was eight seconds. Espo threw it. The ref gave it back. Espo threw it again, and they yeah. they gave him the challenge. They looked at it. Do okay. This is bad radio, but do in your opinion, do you think that was a reasonable amount of time? Yes. In this particular match. Yes, I do. Okay. But um, um, if they had kicked it back because there's a rule that says the number five. Yeah. That's fine with me, because that's that is the rule. The rule is five. Um. And, and if the rule needs change, it change the rule. But if two is two and four is four and five is five, then we have to go by what the thing says, and that's what it says. When would they even wrestle? I I mean, I mean we're getting certain, close, huh? It's it's uh I mean early September, right, is when they're gonna leave yeah. for to for acclimation camp. I mean, is this something yeah, they have to do it before they leave for acclimation camp. So, Willie, when do we leave? We leave September 11th. It's a Wednesday. Okay, that's a great day to fly. Um, Wait, geez, listen. Why did we do that? All right. Um, listen, we, le- we we leave on September 11th, 
Go you come and back we Friday land the 13th. On Friday the 13th. Okay. If y'all make it there, you won. <laughs> okay. So if we make it there, we can make it anywhere. All right. So we leave on the 11th. <laughs> so they probably leave mm, the 1st or the 1th. The 31th. They are going to I believe they're going to an Air Force base in Germany. I think they frequently go to that Romstein. Yeah, they frequently go there. I'm saying this match, if it happens, I'm going to guess it will occur August 29th. That is my official bet in the office <laughs> pool. In the office pool, it's going to be August 29th. What time? Oh come on, that's that's ridiculous. Why would you ask me <laughs> that's that? crazy? That's where he draws a line. Can we can we start an office pool? Here, everybody watching, start a pool. My bet's August 29th. Everyone else can follow suit. We'll we'll, we'll put some one dollar. Uh, my Majesties. bet. My bet is it doesn't happen. Yeah, that will be my bet. Also, even though I think things are happening that would make it potentially for Yanni, it's just it's tough. But the fact here, here's the thing. So when uh. When they're on trial, when you're on trial for something, like when OJ is on trial for murder, a quick, <laughs> a quick, um, OJ is coming back again. We keep talking about OJ. Um, but, you know, when if the jury comes back quick, that's like a bad sign for the defendant. But if there's a long deliberation, it, it often means that they're innocent, I think. How fast I'm not did a, they come back for El Chapo? <laughs> I think it was pretty quick. Um, which is bull. No, just kidding. He's a horrible person. <laughs> um, definitely a murderer, drug person. Uh, yeah. So OJ, uh, it was a long, long time, long debate. So who knows what this means for Yanni? Yeah, but is Yanni our OJ? No. <laughs> Separately from that, that was a jury versus an arbit- independent yeah, arbitrator. Yeah, true. So yeah, what do you think, arbitrator? Just, just say. Uh, I want to know what this like. So there's a lot of things that can go to arbitration, right? So I'm very curious what this particular arbitrator thought when a wrestling match crossed his or her desk. Like, yeah. what? I got to... Well, it could be, like, maybe he's a sports arbitrator. It's, it's, he just kind of does this kind of... Who yeah. knows? Um, or maybe he only deals with wrestling arbitration. He's literally been <laughs> off since Marable Green 2015. <laughs> he's just kicking back. He's like, been like, guys, nothing's come through. I don't know. Come on, there's got to be something. Yeah. Okay, so Dake Ringer is in Round Rock, Texas in less than one week. Ooh. It's really happening. Um, I don't know what else there is to say about this match. I don't know. There's no new takes to be had as far as I can tell. Um, well, we've been talking about it since May. Yeah, we've been talking about it. It's been set since May, and now it's, it's August. It's definitely August. And um, so, yeah, we've, we've, kind of, we've kind of gone over this. I'm excited for these guys. I know Ringer's getting in Thursday. Um, I don't know about Kyle's travel schedule. Yeah, what's their acclimation camp look like? <laughs> what's their acclimation? <laughs> Probably gonna eat some Franklin's barbecue. So, uh, Ringer's getting in to Austin, which is in the same time zone and driving distance earlier than Team USA got in to Talon, mm-hmm. Estonia. Yes, that <laughs> is accurate. And also, uh, John Brooks in Facebook said that USA pays for juniors, but not cadets. So that's, oh, that's a, good. That's, well, a, that's a correction. Well, if John Brooks is all good info. Yeah. Yeah. If they pay, I would like, if my kid was wrestling at juniors and USA was paying for it and USA said they're going to get in 36 hours or 24 hours before my son had to weigh in, I'd say, 
I'll pay for it myself, and we're going to get there about three or four days ahead of time. Yeah, see you there, team. Um, okay. Anything else? Well, okay, we should wait until Thursday to make our day cranker picks then. I guess yeah. is what we, okay. We can do that. Because well, I have I Bracky have will, be, Bracky will allegedly be back. He says he'll be back. I, I, he may have been named the defensive back coach for Towson University. That's what I'm most worried about. All right. So if we're not going to make our picks, because I do want to discuss a little bit. Number one, this was, this was a question that was going around, and I don't think you were there when we were talking about it. If it goes three, who does it favor? Mm. I'll say Ringer. I have no idea. I have no idea. I mean, why would it? Why? Why is there any justification? There? I, I don't uh, know. Who I think be. Ringer's bigger. He may be a little stronger. He's definitely going to be uh, more. I don't know. If fresh is the word, but certainly his. I feel like if we're going to say whose body can maintain it more potentially, it might, it might be Ringer just with. Dake yeah, recovering and, from injury and not looking all that great in Spain, which is the great trick that Kyle Dake is now playing on us all. It's the classic. And, you know, if it goes three, then Ringer has beat him once before. Right. right. Yeah. So, Does it, it matter be. who wins which – like, if it goes three, like – Well, it's interesting because the, the Fix-Gilman one went – Fix Gilman, fix mm-hmm. right, but more you would think whoever wins match two, it would favor that. This particular <coughs> year, Burrows, of the match Dake threes went, that I've seen, and I've seen Dake, Burrows, Burrows, right? Yep, I've seen every single world team spot get determined this year, which is awesome. It has primarily been the person who wins match one does not get the spot. Now, there's a lot of like age level stuff in there. So I don't know if that even applies at all. But just this year mm-hmm. is what I've seen. Um, okay, number two. What is the single most important position of the match? Like what specific p- position will decide it or have the most impact, I guess? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll say ringer post, post high cr- left side high crush or double. Yeah, and well, I will say, I was going to say when Ringer's in on that, does he finish? I mean, the trick yeah. is finishing on Kyle and not getting countered. Yeah, I I think that's it, and I and, and the reason the reason I think this is a match is because, so like last year, um, right? I thought Sahid had a very good game plan for Dake, but I think it's very difficult to simulate Dake's horse strength, right? Like when he's sitting on his butt and he chest wraps uh not even like to get points just to like get his butt out i don't i don't know how you simulate that unless you have a bull oxen in your practice room ringer i think is one of the few guys who can i don't know if he is as strong as dake but it is negligible difference in my opinion and i think that's part so of why should, Dake can't really blow him out aside from the first time that he did maybe he should chest wrap himself in practice <laughs> See how it feels. Well, you know what I mean, though. Like yeah. Ringer, Ringer's. I don't think that Dick's gonna be able to do that. But yeah, I think he can. He can still stop him from scoring. So yeah, I, I think that that like first within that first or second time that Ringer gets to his legs is gonna be the kind of what, what decides which way the match goes. I'm with you guys there. All right. Um, 
We got friends. They got questions. Let's go to them. I, this is we're not gonna answer this one because it's insane, but <laughs> we should definitely do this for like a content piece. Write this down, Nomad. What is the all-time USA freestyle team? Use the current ten weights and approximate oh, yeah, weights hard. if needed. I know. That's why you might be the man for the job. Who's our best ten? So for example, where do you Zeke, put John Smith? Zeke Jones. Well, yeah. So that that, but like Zeke Jones is like completely thrown out. Right, forty-eight kilos, or maybe he's fifty-two, but like, there's no way he can be on the team, right? We all in agreement with that. That kind of that kind of sucks. Um, John, John, you go up because yeah, he's of sixty-five, weight, sixty-six weigh-in rules, mm-hmm. and John's probably the guy. I think he probably beats. <laughs> think he beats out Metcalf, but I'm not sure yet. <laughs> right, I think we're all comfortable with that. Um, He'll, we'll we'll find you a spot in the lineup, coach. Abbas is 57. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Abbas is 57. I'm going to say John 65, Burrow 74, 86 pick. We got we got We're killers. Good, we got uh, killers at that weight. Um, Who? So, KJ? What was KJ? So that's the thing, right? So that's like 82. So there's like 82, there was Put 85. Him Put him up. Right? Yeah. I mean, it might, mm, it might be David. I Monday was so. 74, right? But, yeah, I don't think anyone's going. KJ has three golds, right? That's a lot. Um, yeah. One Olympic, two world. Mm. Mm-hmm. 97. It's, it's Kyle. I think you go Kyle. It's Kyle already. Heavy. Very Bruce. easy. Bruce. Brucey B. <laughs> Bruce. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Bruce... At 13 medals, respect, Bruce B is salty. Would 14 medals have been enough for you guys to be impressed? <laughs> Bruce. We're, Sorry, Bruce. Bruce, we're impressed. Let it never be said we weren't impressed. We're just – I just don't – I don't consider you the GOAT. Perhaps that is incorrect. I'm willing to be incorrect. I am frequently incorrect. I'm Thir- sorry you're salty. Please don't hurt me. 13 medals is insane. I remember uh, when – I don't have 13 participation trophies. <laughs> when – when Yui Susaki, this this is gonna come back around. When Yui Susaki won in twenty seventeen, I think it was Alex Dean tweeted like, "Cool, now she has to win every title from now until twenty thirty two to equal Yoshida." And you're like, Whoa, "Okay, that's insane." Pump the brakes on things. So like, when you look at it in that context, I mean, like Kyle Snyder would have to, Kyle Snyder would have to wrestle through like twenty twenty nine to tie Bruce. Well, he said so that's kind of things. insane. I don't know. Sorry, Bruce. Yeah. 13 medals. It's pretty, it's good, man. It's It's really good. good. Um, Andre Moshier. Talk a lot about Russians and their doping cheating that goes on. Do you think they say the same things about the U.S.? I don't think they, well, I'm sure they probably do think that we do. And there are maybe instances where we do dope, maybe. I don't know. But I think one thing I've heard is like, well, we we cheat. You guys have all you have all the nice stuff. It's mm-hmm. like now it's, let's call it equal, right? They they kind of that's that's kind of my head is like the the collective cumulative effects of um, like good sleep, good diet, good coaches early on, kind of adds up to you know you're here and then they use steroids to get up there. Yeah, but listen, Russia, no one's putting the cigarettes in your mouth. Okay, that's not an American thing to not smoke. Um, <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. They they probably say they probably think that, but there's no way that we cheat on the level that they do. But someone was bringing this up, like with NCAA wrestling. The it's an interesting thing. The reason I think there may be doping is that there's no one that's ever been caught in NCAA wrestling in the history, even though they they drug test. It's like how is that even possible? Right. That that's that's my point. Like I I don't have specific. You know, like people I'd point fingers at, but I, in a body of ten thousand, there are some, you know, some bad apples. Yeah. Right. That are just gonna do whatever they want. So. I think. Yeah. I think I don't know. Um, I mean, I've heard this a couple times. I don't know if it's a. a oh boy, be, be, I don't know what he's gonna say. I just got. Scared. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's dog, but I don't know if it's. I don't know if this is the way the entire country thinks, but. I think Russia just thinks that I don't think they're impressed with our skills at all, except for a couple individuals. Holistically, I think that they consider uh, Americans like, yeah, they'll try to tire us out. Yeah. Right? Like they they don't have the skills we have. That is, that is in yeah. their interviews yeah. I see. There are a few, yeah, I'm with you, Will. There are a few guys like Burroughs. They like very David high level, Taylor. Yeah, David Taylor. Yeah. Very high level respect for David Taylor. Probably Jaden at this point. Like, but Kyle Snyder, you know, Beck Bulatov did that one interview. Oh, be like, why does he lift so they, many weights? They hate on Snyder all the time. They're like, he is just strong. Well, he's also pretty then good. Then why do you use steroids if being strong is important? Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Beck Bulatov also has never even wrestled in Worlds. So yeah. he has wrestled in the same number of World Championships that I have. Yeah, keep doing you, Beck Bulatov. I mean, uh, look... That dude's freaking good. Yes, Big Bulatov. <laughs> he's the best well, wrestler I, never listen, wrestle at Worlds. Probably not true, but uh, he, you think he's the best wrestler to never wrestle at Worlds? To never, yes. In, think the, his, of, to, in the history of mankind. Yeah. To never wrestle at Worlds? Someone can someone can come up with someone better than that guy. Um, I do want to answer this, but it's kind of long. I don't know. I'll skip it. Um Highest priority. Why haven't we heard anything from the officials during this arbitration? Seems like it could clear all this up. Yeah, they're not going to do that, nor do I think mm-hmm. they probably even should. Um, the, the one thing that. Listen, I, the one time they did that, now it's getting blown up in their face when Tucci did the interview yeah. afterwards. Now they're like, they're using it against them, so that's not going to help. The, the one thing that does confuse me slightly is that. the So the officials are a third party. Right, like if you look at like groups of you know like Flow Wrestling is one thing, USA Wrestling, and then there's the United States Wrestling Officials Association. The USWOA is a separate thing from USA Wrestling. So I do find it interesting that it's USA Wrestling having to represent the officials, even though they are technically a separate entity. Hmm. Fascinating. I don't know why that is the case. That I feel like the officials should have to represent themselves. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't quite know how that works. So, it's a, uh, a great picture. With a lot of controversy going on with RTCs, let's talk about them in a good way. Which RTCs had the biggest impact on an athlete's career? Downey at New Jersey RTC, Snyder at Ohio State, the women at Hawkeye Wrestling Club, etc. I think, I think impact. it's, I think it's had a huge impact. I mean, I think when you consider the 250 mile radius and the number of kids that can go there for free and get high level training. I think that's one of the, the best offerings of the RTC. And if we're going to go to a local sports club where kids will have to pay and you have to be within a 50-mile uh, radius 
And if you're 55 miles, you can't go. I I think um, and just talk that's to problematic. The, talk to kids, like if if you have access to them, talk to some of those like incoming ninth and tenth graders, right? One like they that some of these kids set this as a goal. Like I need to place top four at my state tournament so that I can have access to the best coaches in to these kids. They are the best coaches in the world. You know, like the, 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 these are the guys like, oh, man, I get access to Kale Sanderson, whoever. Mm-hmm. It's a huge what, thing for them. What's the backbone? It's the backbone of our six, recent success. I mean, when you say who who benefited the most, I mean, Zeke Jones, when he was the head coach and, and Bruce Burnett. And I mean, they told you, like. <laughs> It was not controversial, but it was it was a discussion when these RTCs first started proliferating. Well, should they be should they be training at their you know should Kyle Snyder be training in an Ohio State's room or should he be training at the OTC? Shouldn't we have an identity? Shouldn't we have national team coaches? Shouldn't they you know should they be training at the OTC? And you know Bruce Burnett and Zeke Jones. They said, "Look, they're they're in an environment that their coaches know them. They know how to accentuate th- their best qualities. They they know what they need to work on, and then they come here and we all get on the same page for a couple weeks a year. And so um, it, it was roundly approved that this is the best situation. And what happened was success followed." So, you know, Ohio RTC, they had two or three guys on the world team for a few years. Nebraska has had James Green and Jordan Burroughs on the team for half a decade. Um, so I think, it's, I think it's black and white and it's all in your face that these are proving successful. This model is proving successful. This is what it says. When you, when you go to the Team USA website, right? you go to Matt.com, you go to the RTC thing, which it's RTS on there, which kind of bothers me. The purpose of the RTS system is to provide young wrestlers available locations to actively train in the sport of wrestling year-round. Hmm. That is, like, the first thing that it says. Yes, will there be recruiting impacts? Sure. But... The whole point is to get them at, and, and the other thing to, to, to Willie's point, the other thing with that is one of the biggest criticisms that we have is like guys have different right you have a, you have a coach in your elementary school and then you have a coach in your middle school and then you have a coach in your high school and then you have a coach in your college and you have a coach and it's like you're never in the same system for more than a couple years. Well, that's the same thing that would happen if the guys couldn't do RTCs anymore. So, and here's the other thing, the recruiting implications. I'm just so sick of hearing about it. Because, one, all you coaches complaining about recruiting implications, y'all don't turn any of these guys in ever. So what what's it going to change? It doesn't happen. They Which, don't get caught. Well, that's to, to our point of if, if anything is going on and the NCAA – I mean, I get it. Like, if the NCAA says they're not going to do anything, fine. Let's be clear here. If I live outside the 250-mile radius, 
right, so let's say I live um, in Eastern PA, and I want to um, go to Ohio, uh, Oklahoma State and train. I am not barred from going to Oklahoma State, right? Like as a school? What do you mean? No, no. This this summer, I'm an average high school wrestler. You just have to pay. You have to pay. Okay, guys? So, look. <laughs> Nobody is preventing anybody from going anywhere they want to train. So, the whole thing about a radius, and that'll keep it regional, that's a crock. If, if, if I am blue chip, five-star talent recruit, and I live in Pennsylvania, Eastern Pennsylvania, and I want to go train at Oklahoma State or Ohio State or Fresno. I am not blocked by this 250-mile radius. The only difference is I have to pay. Yeah. And, okay, number one, if my dad thinks that I should go to Fresno State and train... He's going to pay, number one. Number two, wink, wink, I'm going to pay? I'm blue chip, five star, I'm going to pay? Give me a break. Nobody's preventing anybody from going anywhere. So take this radius stuff and throw it out the window. Take this stuff while they get guys in their, they get guys in their room, uh, they get guys in their room that they shouldn't get. You all have the same opportunity. What are they gonna? What are you charged? Twenty bucks for a two-hour session? Yeah. You know, uh, you're not preventing anybody from going anywhere. That whole thing is hogwash. Yeah. So I I don't know if RTCs are going away or not, or what the, what is even the next thing, right? What's the next step in that process? I don't know, but uh, definitely interesting. Next question. Um, last I knew, CDP was stuck on the Heidley Nolf match. If he thought that was a travesty, has he seen the flow film on Kerry Colat? I almost teared <laughs> up the first time I watched that. What happened to Heidley doesn't compare. Um, so he wants to know if CDP saw the Colat film. Um, he has not, but it's interesting you bring that up because I made my dad watch it, who knows nothing about wrestling. He was so affected by that. He's like. <laughs> That's just not right. He's like, this is this is this is not right. How did how did they do this? Like he's like he's like getting caught up on a, like a twenty something year old story. He's like, this is he's like, what can we do about this? He's, yeah, he's like, what can we do? It. He's like, he's like that guy. He's like he's like Kerry Collot's my hero. He's like that, that's a hero right there. That's a man. He had me get Kerry Collot's autograph at NCAA's. He's like, we get his autograph for me. I'm like, yes. <laughs> okay. Sure. Sure. So Kerry was like, when I asked him about, I was telling him about, it, he's like, "Are you serious?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." He's like, "He's like, cool, thanks." Make it out to Christian though. Yeah, but yeah, make it out to me actually, because <laughs> you're kind of my hero too. Um, so yeah, I'm sure Caleb would be deeply, deeply impacted if he watched it, um, but he hasn't seen it yet. No. Um, better sports movie: Cool Runnings or Mighty Ducks? Asks uh, Chris Christian. Mm. Well, there's two separate things here. There's better movie. I love better sports movie. 
I love bobsled movies. I always have. You guys know that about me. I just I'm a sucker. What's for your bobsled. top five? <laughs> top five bobsled. Uh, you're gonna put me on the spot, huh? Um, I'll say I'm gonna say Mighty Ducks. I think that really that as a as quack. a youth that one quack the quack, quack chant was like also Gordon Bombay. What a name! Great name. Great sports. Strong name. name. Um. Willie Nobody's Zizi. last name is Bombay. I know. That's why it's a great one. He, you know, he <laughs> had his trials and tribulations. He went through some stuff, right? He had his DUI. Yeah, I don't really remember what it was. Who was, so. was I, it I've DUI? never seen either. It was Emilio Estevez. And who do you I've think it was? He tipped his cap. Gordon Bombay like was Emilio Estevez. Yes. Well, have you not seen Night at the Roxbury? That's like a whole thing. Be... I've right. seen Night at the Roxbury. Yeah. Anyways, I go yeah the Mighty Ducks. Cool Runnings is fine. It's fine. They named a. There's a professional team that was literally spawned from that movie. Cool Runnings. <laughs> or the Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm an idiot. We'll move on. Next question. I just hey, I'm actually looking. For, go ahead. Ask the first question. The first sentence from Booby Miles. Booby it's got Miles. me rolling. <laughs> why why was Brian Shoot getting into upper body positions with a lead and short time left on the clock he's absolutely right it's a great question yeah. horrible match management just what were you thinking Shoot um, also Matthew Modine's frequent lows because make me realize where Eleven got her tendency from them in Stranger Things like Pop who was arguing with me that Matthew Modine was not in Stranger Things not no one here, I don't think, buddy. I think that was Spay. I'm like that. He's like, no, Matthew Modine's on Stranger Things. Anyway. So yeah, shoots. Um, match tactics were suspect at best. But what was most suspect was that Matthew Modine had to cut down 20 pounds to wrestle a guy clearly 30 pounds bigger than him. <laughs> that was what just didn't make a lot of sense to me. It had been. <laughs> I guess they wanted to have the weight cut in there, but it had made more sense if he was if he was bulking. But yeah, don't go. You just don't go up top. Um. Yeah. For short time against Loudon. I mean, that's just rule number one. Um, Brock Desert, I just need clarification on this because I don't remember this at all. Do you still have weird dreams about Robbie Smith? <laughs> I know Brock Desert is a longtime listener, and he has deep pulls he from does have FRL. Deep pulls, yeah. I don't remember this at all. I don't remember this dream. So I'm going to need further evidence. I was actually thinking that Nomad may have a recollection because he has that kind of weird memory bank. But even he doesn't, so... Brock Desert, you're gonna have to give me some clarification there. Um, Jackson Davis, are there Hold any organ? What? We Do got you remember? It. No, I don't remember anything about you dreaming about Robbie Smith. But the only, I do have a dream story about Christian. Christian one day walked into the office, and said, and and there was clearly something on his mind. And I'm like, what's going on? What, what what's the problem here? And he's like, man, and he starts like kind of giggling. He's like, I don't know what happened last night. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know what happened? He's like, I don't know. In the middle of the night, I shot up out of bed, and and I was like still kind of groggy. And Katie was like, what are you doing? And I said, a bird pecked me. <laughs> and, and he was like shook it up about it for a good 12 hours. I was, I used to. Did have... you get incepted? I don't know. I had weird dream stuff for a while. I would like, Katie said, I would like just wake up sitting straight up and just be like screaming 
insanely. Do you guys have? <laughs> That'd be horrifying. Do you... she would like have to like call me down? When you uh, when you uh, get in a new bed or like you sleep in a new bed, like we travel all the time, right? You yeah. sleep in a hotel. Do you guys get weird dreams or just like dr- more dreams when you get a new sleeping situation? I don't. Because I got a new bed. Oh. And my dreams have been wild. Wow. <laughs> I have alternative what a theories. Theory. To why. Um, yeah, me too. You find, but. <laughs> You say you got a new bed, but I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask the question on everyone's mind: Is this the first bed in your house, or is it a new bed? Well, exactly. define bed. Everyone defines bed differently. Okay, was your the bed that it replaced a couch, or an air mattress? Well, it didn't replace. Listen. Okay, so you still what were you sleeping? So I still have the couch. Were you sleeping on a couch or an air mattress previously before you I mean, had the bed? I mean. You know, sometimes where you lay your head is where you you sleep. I just need for at to know. least. <laughs> I just need for to at know. least over a year, maybe two years. Your bed was a partially, only partially inflated air mattress. No, that's not true. There was a the, covered the one by side, all your laundry. <laughs> one side, one side. Uh, I don't know what happened. I've never seen this before. One side got like overinflated. Mm. So like you don't flat, you don't went, deny the air mattress like a tumor. You infly, you 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 deny or you, you'll try to correct the uh, inflation situation, but you will not deny that you, a grown man, uh, with with, well, with appropriate grown. Uh, with uh with with a full time job, gainfully employed, did not have a bed for an extended period of your life. I also didn't have a car for an extended period of my life. <laughs> That's Look, true. Some people, at least that was forcibly taken from are you. Mentally able to handle. The stresses of tough environments. Okay? I like this. I like this take. All this is you a good spin zone. pansies sleeping on beds, you're weak. Okay? You're weak-minded. Now, I, I don't I'm just g- trying to live my life the way this company was founded. Yes. Well, you're not in a van, but it's close. You, you, you simulate van life in your yeah. apartment, which I definitely respect. Um, I, yeah. <laughs> I won't make a, a date joke reference here but I, I just can't imagine they're terribly impressed when they walk in and they see the inflatable situation but i think they know what they're getting themselves into it's kind of part of the nomad charm he's a little different right you, you're not playing you assume people have been in my home i do assume that when uh, there are ample opportunities oh to boy. go to other people's homes got it fair point fair point i also i don't really but real talk they're like i don't really like I'm I'm a when I'm home like I'm a loner like I'm kind of by myself. I prefer to just just be me, just be him. He's not yeah. gonna be anyone else. No, I just mean like alone. I can. So, I feel that. Um, last question. Also, no free ads on this. We're gonna go anti-ad. Hey, Casper, go screw yourself. Whoa, whoa. They lied, and then I got a much better deal at Amigos Furniture down the street. <laughs> was it a used mattress? No, no, it was, it, was, it was completely new. It's awesome. Amigos inflatable. No, um, this is what happened. Casper was like, I, I, I got, a, I got a uh, foundation and I got a bed, and they ship separate. Foundation. Hold the box spring. But it's not a box spring though. It's a, it's a, it's a. It, I'll show it. I'll show. <laughs> I had to pour concrete for the foundation. I'll show it to you. It's not, it's not a box spring. It's a wholly separate thing that you construct. Anyway, so first of all, I, like I get that you can purchase them separately, but it's kind of dumb. Like send them together. So I got the foundation, put that all together. That was very easy. There was no uh, 
screws involved, right? It's, it was like one of those IKEA things that you can just put together with your own bare hands, right? You feel very empowered. Um, and then, so then it's like, then it's like, okay, my bed's gonna ship by this date. So it was like two or three days later, and I called them, and I'm like, hey, what's going on? Like, the other one, when you know it says it's gonna ship by this date, I got my tracking information. You know, I was able to get UPS. I even missed it. The guy came back. It was very nice. Um, and they're like, oh yeah, that wasn't supposed to happen. We don't have any in stock. That's supposed to say August 14th. And I'm like, what? What the hell is wrong with you guys? Like, why would wow. you do that? Drop the H bomb. And wow. then, uh, and then, like, well, hold on, let's see. We'll, we'll call and see if we can get one, like a local store, or whatever. They couldn't do that, so they wanted to send me an apology pillow. That was their. That was that was their. <laughs> Willie's house. That was the. They're like, this will fix the situation. This will fix the situation. Willie's gone. Just cut, yeah. We lost Show him. Willie. Just Willie a great. Willie is gone. Uh, just three Tony Rotundo pictures are all that remain. He's considering coming back. If somebody was like, is he gonna Hey, you back? didn't get. Hey, you didn't get that thing that you spent several hundred dollars on. Here's an apology pillow. Oh, apology pillow. So I was like, screw you guys. If you can't send it today, cancel oh. it. Went down the street. They don't send they, sorry sheets. They, Apology yeah. pillow. Went down the street. Uh, it was like two hundred and fifty dollars cheaper, three hundred dollars cheaper. And they de- and I was like, hey man, I live right up the road. And they're like, cool, we'll deliver it today. Just you know, wow. take care of my guys, tip them. And uh, yeah, that's exactly what happened. So it- Casper, no free ads for you. Wow, y'all suck. Amigos furniture though, you guys rock. Thanks, amigos. They're the true amigos. Might just be amigos. I don't know. Okay. But anyway. Like, like the tacos. Okay. Well, there, I'm glad we finally got the – the people have been asking for a Nomad bed update, and I'm glad we got one. I'm glad you have a nice bed. Uh, it can make all the difference. Are there any organizations in Russia that you know that report on wrestling similarly to you guys? Um, it's 2-2 Gabe Tag, apparently. Dag on it. We got to get off yeah. quick. Yeah. Yeah, we got to R- get off. Rest Dag. Yeah, Go I read re- re- Rest Dag religiously. Uh, play the outro, Owen. We're ready to go. Boom, he was ready. Three, two at the, Owen at the ready. I think three, Owen is watching Junior Worlds too. Thanks so much. Hey, three, two at the break. Tony Ramos, Tony Ramos vigorously towel flapping. Yeah, but it's not good. You, Tony, get, work on your towel technique. He's better than you. you no. You no, better incorrect. You leave. Look, send look, Tony an apology. Tony Ramos. Pillow. Tony Ramos. He can give me single leg technique. I'm gonna give Tony towel technique. That's right. poor towel waving, coach. Send him an apology on, pillow. Go. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back Thursday. Oh, Kyle crap. Brackey will be back. The guy's in on a leg. It's very contentious. Now Gabe Tag's losing. We'll see you later. Bye.